What's good? What's good? What's good to everybody? It's Sports Talk America. It's your boy, Mr. Franchise, a.k.a. the first pick and the only pick, a.k.a. I'm dunking on folks, a.k.a. I'm a bad man. It's your boy, Mr. Franchise, here ready to bless y'all with some great sports knowledge. Um, make sure you go to all of our, um, make sure you go to all of our uh, content on MBS Central. Again, this is the Nothing But Sports Show on MBS Central Radio. We are, we are on face, Facebook Live, we're on YouTube Live. You can check out all of our shows and content. Um, we're on Instagram, every Spotify. Hey, hey, we want, we, hey, we killing social media. We ain't just on social media. We're killing them. All right. Um, tonight, I got my co-host with me. Another great week. My guy, just Justin. What's good? Hold up. Is that a championship belt in the back? Oh, it shit. is. It is. Because the champ is here. For those who don't know, it's actually a, a signed autographed Brit Hart championship belt in the background. Oh man, oh man, he was one of my favorite. The excellence of execution. Yes, sir. Um, probably one of my favorite champs in the WWE, outside of Stone Cold. But that's that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Um, so man, tonight's show we're gonna definitely get into some MLB, some NFL, talk some UFC. But first, man, we got to like represent New Orleans, man. What are we doing here tonight? Amen. 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 Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. We had a, we had a big win this week with the Saints, and yes. and, they, and they talking about the NBA maybe coming back next next month. Uh, it's all good in the NL, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. The NBS show number one in everyone's hearts. Let's go. All yes, right. Sir. So. Let's get to the World Series. So, um, do the you know tonight is Game Six of the World Series. Uh, right now, the Dodgers are up three games to two. Do the Dodgers close it out tonight and win the World Series, or do the Tampa Bay Devil Rays force a Game Seven? Um, I had the Dodgers winning the series when we first you know before the series started, um, before the season started. I had the Rays win the World Series. I really feel the Rays are going to win game six tonight. Uh, they're starting their ace, Snell, versus the Dodgers starting a rookie who struggled uh, during the year. Uh, so I really think this is set up uh, for, for a game seven. Uh, everybody wants to see uh, the Dodgers put out their ace of game seven and win it all. Uh, but I, I really think that, that it is really set up tonight for the race. As long as they can, uh, you know, really manage their ace snail really well, because he, he pitches really well for the first four to five innings. After that, he struggles a lot more. So as long as they can keep him in there for only four or five innings, I really think that they can uh, they can pull off game six. And uh, I, I'm, I'm ready for a game, game seven, man. There's nothing more exciting in sports than game seven of a world championship, no matter what sport it is, everybody wants to see that, man. And that's what I'm hoping for tonight. I really think it's going to happen. 
What you thinking, man? There's a a, a, a group of Dodgers fans that are going to be extremely upset with me. <laughs> um, my favorite two words in all the sports is game seven. Gosh, I love some game seven. I would love to see the Dodgers pull it out tonight. However, I think I think this is going seven. I this this has got to go game seven. Um, this has definitely got to go seven seven games. I think that um, I think that Snell is a very good starter. I think he again, when all else fails, you got to go with your ace. Um, and I just feel like I feel like the Dodgers have played well, but not well enough to put these guys away. So I I got it. I think Tampa Bay's got one last gasp of breath. And I think tonight they're going to pour it on. I think we're going game seven. What a great way to end the World Series. I love it. Um, so, yeah. You say nothing I, else. It's been a very exciting World Series. Oh, I mean, yeah, most have, definitely. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of, you know, with, with the whole – getting them out of the plate uh, with the last game and, and, and winning with two errors the game before. It's been a really super exciting game. Uh, correct, series. correct, correct, correct. Um, Randy uh, uh, Arena. I mean, this dude has been killing. He has been straight killing. He's actually tied for most home runs in a, a postseason right now, which is pretty impressive. Um, one more home run and he embraced the record. I'm I'm just so excited to um I'm I'm just very excited. I want to see a game seven. I think it'll be great for baseball. I think it'll be great for the league. All right. So man, let's go ahead and get into some NFL, shall we? Yes, sir. Man, sad news in the NFL this week. Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver for the Cleveland. Uh, the, the Cleveland Browns is out for the season with a torn ACL. Is the Cleveland Browns offense doomed? This is hard for me because if you know me, I'm the biggest Cleveland Brown hater there is. So with Odell Beckham, without Odell Beckham, I'm never going to root for the Browns, and I'm never going to say they're going to be okay. Oh, but man. saying that, I don't think that their offense will change much. You still got Jarvis Landry there. You still got, uh, you know, two really great tight ends. You got two really good running backs. Um, I mean, you have that Joe Baker Mayfield uh, back there. But besides that, they're, you know, they're, their offense have been clicking. Uh, I'm waiting for them to stumble. Um I really don't think they are as good as their record shows, but I, I've been wrong before. Um, I really think that uh, that their offense ideally would not struggle based on him being out, but I think uh, that by the end of the season, the Browns will show everybody that they're still the Cleveland Browns. And... Um, here's my take on it, right? I think that if the Browns could run the football, at a very high clip. Mm -hmm. um, Kareem Hunt's a really good running back. 
Um, Austin Hooper should be coming back here uh, hopefully this week. You still got uh, David Njoku. Um, Rashard Higgins is not a bad player. I just think that if in order for the Cleveland Browns to be extremely successful, they have to run the football. They have to run the football. Keep the defense off the field as long as possible. Um, to me, Baker, you, you can't allow Baker to do too much. And that's where Baker fails. Also, the reason why the Brown, I mean, if you look at the Browns' two losses, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, those are two top-tier teams. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying, yes, you're supposed to beat those teams. You're supposed to. I mean, not supposed to, but those are tough teams. And the other five wins, I mean, granted, it was Washington, Cincinnati, Dallas, and Cincinnati again in Indianapolis. I, I those are teams you're supposed to win. Yeah, you know? there's only one That's of them that are, are like a semi okay team. All the rest right. are pretty much trash. But when you look at their next set of games, next week they got Vegas, Houston. I mean, they gotta go to they gotta go to um to Tennessee and they gotta play they gotta play a home game versus Baltimore. I'm not I'm not going to say that they're going to be a playoff team. I'm just going to say the gauntlet is really going to get, it's going to get really hard over these next couple of weeks. And that five and two might could very easily turn into like, like a, a, a either five and five or even worse, like an eight and eight at best. But I do see, like, like you said, I, I do see three wins. Like, I definitely see them beating both the New York teams because they got to play the Jets and the uh, the Giants. They definitely could beat the, um, the the Jaguars. And I think they could edge out a game versus Philly. But they have to win. Well, that's nine wins right there if, if you get that's those. That's nine. You're right. But in order for them to be competitive and possibly get a playoff spot, they have to win one of those Pittsburgh games. They have to win um, the, the second Baltimore game at the minimum. One of those games got to shake. And and or I, I, I don't see them being Tennessee, but they got to beat at least two of the tougher teams left on their schedule. All right. So Cam Newton, a.k.a. the – oh, my God. Scam Newton, Cam Newton – NFL MVP, however you want to call him, mm. has been struggling mightily lately for the um, for the New England Patriots. Is it time for the New England Patriots to say, I'm, "We're just going to go ahead and bench him and and go with uh, Jerry Stenham"? This one's tough. Um, at the beginning of the season, one of our only MBS Central, Keo, had Stidham as his sleeper of the year. He really thought he was going to be a rising star in New England. And then, you know, New England picked up Cam Newton. They don't have a lot invested with him in Cam Newton. I mean, they, they gave him a one-year contract, uh, super cheap price. So, it's you know, they won't lose much uh, by 
benching them and you know eventually cutting them if they needed to or not re-signing them. Um, my thing is, I mean, he only has two touchdowns, two passing touchdowns <laughs> all year. Uh, that, that's the problem. He doesn't fit Bill Belichick's system per se. They had to change their system a little bit in order to uh, accommodate him when he came on more of an option pa uh, pass run uh, offense, which is not what Tom Brady ran at all last year or the years before. So to have Bill Belichick have him change a system that has won him Super Bowls, I'm sure it's uh, not easy for him. Stidham probably uh, fits his system more as a pocket passer, uh, doesn't run as much. But at the end of the day, you can't put somebody like Cam Newton on the bench. This guy's a former MVP. And he's not injured. I mean, he, it's just too much talent to put on the bench and allow someone who ha has not proven anything to go out there. Um, I say you continue with the experiment. Uh, I, I know, I know he's he's a little scared because Tom Brady is running away with Tampa Bay right now, and he's going down with with, with Cam Newton, and it's making his his legacy look horrible right now so i mean but i don't think stidham is the answer i don't think he's gonna get him to the promised land he won't catch tom brady this year he can just so are you saying tank the season are you saying tank the season i'm not saying <clears throat> tank the season because I, I think cam newton is a good quarterback i think that they can win some games with him i think they just need to figure this thing out more because it's, it's not working as far as chemistry wise with the system and, you know, and, and the quarterback, but he is way too talented for him not to get some wins in New England. They got to figure that out. If Bill Belichick is the coach that he says he is and the legacy says he is, it's time to be a coach and figure that you have a former MVP on your team right now who get, get them out there and get them to win. Show you're a coach. Show how great you are. Tom Brady is showing how great of a quarterback he is right now. I mean, of course, he has all those weapons, but that's that's another su subject in a little bit. But uh, what's your thoughts on it? I'm in the experiment. Wow. Um, you're two and four. You got Buffalo. You got to go to Buffalo. You got a game versus Baltimore. You got a hot Arizona team. You got to play the Rams at in LA. You and you're going to win that with Stidham? Huh? You're going to win those games with Stidham? I don't think they're winning. I, I, I personally think their offense is struggling. I, I, if it were my call, I would just go ahead and, and tank the rest of the season and get a high draft pick. I, I, I wouldn't, <clears throat> with the way this team is built, this team isn't built to, to go to the playoffs at all. Um, I don't think Cam is the solution. I think I think it's just time to cut cut to end the experiments. You know, go ahead, see what Jared Stenham has. See if he's your career backup or a bridge to another QB that you could draft. Um, I'm I'm just not high on it. I I I, I think Cam. And this is just my personal opinion. Cam is only as good as the people you put around him. And Cam Newton, I'm sorry, 
this dude can't throw the ball worth the, worth anything. Like his accurate, his level of accuracy is not there. Like the gimmick, like the you know the um the RPO plays, it's it's done. It doesn't work with Cam anymore. Like once people scheme it and figure it out, it's over. I, I think you should just go ahead and cut ties with Cam. Like now, I'm not saying cut him in the middle of the season. I'm saying I bench him and just go ahead and and look just 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 go ahead and uh, cut and at, at the end of the season rebuild this team accordingly because I just don't see playoffs with this team at all. Somebody in the chat room just just posted uh, Drake up said uh, tanking is not in the vocabulary of, of the Patriots. They've never yeah. been, they've they've never been a, a tanker. They've never been a let's get a high draft but, pick. But here's like the they, they trade back every time they get a, any kind of high draft pick. They never go after their high draft picks. Here's the problem, right? The one year where they could have been terrible was when they had Matt Castle at the QB. That was the year that uh, Tom Brady got hurt, and they still played well because they had weapons, and your defense was pretty good. Your defense isn't really that good right now. And why are you going to blame that, it on Cam? If you're saying they don't have weapons, why are you blaming it on Cam? Wait, wait. It gets worse. What other receiver outside of um, outside Jillian Element do they have? There's a turn. Nikhil Harry's out for a minute. He's going to be out for a little while. He's a, He's proven that he's a first-round. He can very easily go down as a first-round bust. Very easy. Um, your, your tight end play isn't that good. I mean, I know they're waiting on um, on the kid from Georgia to come back. They're running back. Um, oh man, um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Um, they're waiting on. Um, oh my God, what's his name? The running back from uh, New England. Never mind. All right. So <laughs> the guy from Georgia, I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries, no worries. Um, so my thing with um my thing with New England is I think it's time to just reset the clock. And I think it's time for them to just go ahead and just tank. Because that's again, that the way the team is built, it's not built to go to the playoffs Sony at all. Michelle. And Sony Michelle, thank you. I, I think it doesn't make any sense to to try to make this an eight and eight or a ten and sixteen when you don't have ten and six type team. A ten and six type team, your offensive line isn't even that good. On top of that, and you got a ton of injuries. Your your defense has a ton of injuries. It's just time. I was just scrap it. That's ex that's exactly my point of why they shouldn't scrap it. He's on a one year deal. It's not like they can they can put him on the bench and get some weapons next year and hope for the best. I mean, they need to see if he's the guy for the future to see if he needs to be re-signed. And because if you, if you let him go after this year and then you get some weapons around Stidham and Stidham is not that guy, then you wasted a whole other year. Well, you Cam could have had a, a MVP caliber quarterback next bum. year. Wow. Cam Newton is a bum. He is not good. I don't understand why we're giving Cam all these chances. He's going to fail you time and time again. 
so disrespectful. I appreciate it. <laughs> I really do. Canvas is going to disappoint you over and over again. I, I don't know why we're continuing to to do this and and think that Cam is the guy. But nevertheless, I digress. Next topic. Is it time for the Saints to consider trading Michael Thomas? I know as a, as his fantasy owner in the nothing but sports fantasy league, I'm looking at time to trade Michael Thomas. Because <laughs> I'm tired of him being on the IR every week since the season has started. But if I'm the New Orleans Saints, you're not going to get great value for him. I don't think you're going to get a first-round pick with him right now. Because of his high salary, you know, he's a top five paid wide receiver. If he was paid less, I think you could get a, a first-round draft pick for him. With him being paid when he's being paid, somebody's going to have to pick up that ticket. And not many people want to pay a receiver that much money. Look what Justin, Atlanta's doing here. Justin, I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance to redact, retract that statement. You're saying that Michael Thomas isn't worth the first-round pick? No, I didn't say he's not worth a first-round pick. I don't think that he will get the Saints a first-round pick. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Not while he's injured. Not while – not – he hasn't played one game since the suspension of okay. punching an, another – another player and cursing out a coach. This guy okay. is not, not shown that he is a team player right now. Uh, if I'm the Saints, I'm keeping him. I'm hoping that uh, they, they said that he's all good right now, that, that he has apologized and that he'll be back as soon as his injury is cleared up. Uh, we'll see because this is a second straight injury uh, already. He's, he's literally played two and a half quarters the whole year uh, based on injury and punching other teammates. Uh, but if I'm the Saints, uh, I'm not letting him go, man. Uh, he's he's going to stay where he's at. And um, because, yes, they're winning without him, but they're not winning easily. And they're really so, struggling. So here, here's my take on it. Um, yes, the Saints can get a first-round pick for Michael Thomas. He's one of the best receivers in the league. Um, as much as I don't want to see him get traded or want that to occur – I think the problem is, is can we salvage the locker room issues? Can we salvage the locker room issues? And if we can, then let's do it. But if not, you know, um, yeah, we're going to have to let him go. Hey, Justin, it looks like someone wants to come in. You want to bring him on the show? Sure. Okay, let's see here. Go ahead, and I'll, I'll try to get that. I, I just think that it would be foolish to let go of Michael Thomas at this point. Um, I think that letting Michael Thomas go would be complete and other foolery. Um, this is another great piece to build your team around. I, I just truly believe in my heart of hearts that you got to salvage that, and I think that, um we got a great coach that can do that. Um, I just think that moving forward, um, I think moving forward, Michael Thomas just got to grow up. And I said this last week, he needs to go see his, uh, he needs to go see his uncle Keyshawn like ASAP. 
All right, let's move right along to our next topic as we're trying to get someone. Um, there's a surprise guest that would like to come in and get toasted on the Nothing But Sports show. You know, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give this person an opportunity. Um, normally I don't give opportunities to people, normally because I enjoy doing what I do to Justin, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this guy an opportunity as well. Um so moving right along. Will Des Bryant see the field as a member of the Baltimore Ravens? Now that he has been signed by the Baltimore Ravens officially. Hell no. Are you kidding me? Oh, please <laughs> dive into this. You got to explain this one to me. First of all, he hasn't played a down in, what is it, four to five years? Because he okay. had a stint with the Saints just two years ago, two to three years ago. Um, and and he, he never re reached the field. Yes, he got injured, but if they the Saints thought that he was uh that he was worth anything, they'd have, they'd have brought him back. And the Saints need a wide receiver. They needed one then because they signed him and they signed Brandon Marshall. And neither one of them ever saw it down as a New Orleans Saint. And with wide receivers, Father Time, Father Time does a number on people. When is the last time you seen someone of Des Bryant's age and not be able to not be on the field in what oh, four to five years right. and just come back and think that you can just ball? No. So disrespectful. Complete and utter disrespect. I think we're gonna see him in about three weeks. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because um, the, the issue is this. I think Baltimore is gearing up for a major playoff run and they definitely need a veteran wide receiver um, in, that, in the fold. They need a guy that could definitely um, stretch the field. Um, I'm not saying Dez is going to be Dez Bryant of old, but Dez, anything, anything at this point for Baltimore is going to be much needed. Because what's going to happen is teams are going to start gearing up for that run game. If they can stop the run and take away Lamar Jackson's ability to run the football, then they're in trouble. I think with Des Bryant, Des at least gives you some, at least gives you, excuse me, a weapon that you can trust downfield. And you need that. Like you really, really need that. So for me, I'm going to say we definitely need they they definitely need to keep uh Des Bryant in the fold. Well, I mean, Des Bryant, they the Baltimore Rays definitely use somebody like Des Bryant. I'm not saying they couldn't. Des Bryant in his prime, but I don't think this is Des Bryant, Bryant in his prime. I mean, they literally signed him to the practice field. If they thought he was worth anything, they'd have signed him to the roster. He's on the practice field right now. Come on, man. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Right. I guess I guess we lost Jasper for a second. We're trying no, no, to get no, 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 no. Guys, 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 I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I'm here. I was trying to – someone wants to conference in, 
and getting on the Zoom. I'm not sure. Are we having technical difficulties? Yeah, uh, I just I just sent him the, the stuff. I'm just waiting for him to pop up, man. All right, sounds good. All right. Antonio Brown is officially a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Tampa's looking really good. Not kind of good. They're looking really good. What is the impact of having Antonio Brown signing for the red hot Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, it could do one of two things. It can either make them the Super Bowl favorites or it could kill their locker room. For a second, I think we're getting some, I think we're getting them in the room here. Uh-oh, here we go. Good evening, gentlemen. Do you have do you have a do you have a video? No. Um okay. hang on. Let me let me uh He's got some anonymous mystery guests here. Oh, <laughs> trying to get my video in there. You know who this is, Jasper. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Guru. Hello, guys. Um, I, I can't get the video working. I'm For everyone that does or does not know, this guy is, in my opinion, one of the greatest outside of myself. <laughs> of course, of course. He is one of the smartest and greatest football geniuses I have ever met in, in life. Um, however, he is extremely Patriots biased. I am oh, Patriots biased. I will not lie to that. Um, listen, Ladies and gentlemen, Cole Picard. Cole Picard. MBS Central World. This is Cole Picard. Oh, you don't need to introduce me to them. They remember me. Okay. They remember me. But anyway, um, the Patriots are terrible right now. They're, they're freaking terrible. Um, Cam has no cohesiveness with any of his weapons, which are questionable to begin with. I mean, he's got guys like Demary's Bird and freaking uh, he's got Nikhil Harry who hasn't been able to get his feet underneath him yet. Um, no tight end to speak of. And, I mean, you know, his perceived number one running back, Tony Michelle, is, is not able to stay on the field. I'm really kind of starting to think that his, his legs might be dead, um, considering the – I think it was three catastrophic knee injuries in college. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're pretty much basing our running attack behind uh, Damian Harris, uh, second year running back out of Alabama and um oh Rexy Burkhead you know but it, the offensive line has been in and out there's no cohesive there's just no cohesiveness on offense you know to speak of the defense um they took a hit I think they had four starters opt out the season they, yep, four. they yep. can only do so much they can only do so much when they're forced to make stop after stop, and then you get a you get a team like San Francisco that can it's a bunch of. But 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 let me ask you this question, Cole. With with knowing what you know now about your team, about the Patriots, do you just go ahead and say 
screw the experiment with Cam Newton and let's just go full on tank mode? Absolutely not. Uh, first of all, there's no such thing as tank in New England. Oh, my uh, God. The of tanking, the pasties, they're long gone. They're this long gone. They need to get this stuff out their head. Okay, it doesn't exist in New England anymore. It exists in basically every other city in America, but not in Foxborough. It doesn't exist. Cool. The cool. dominant, oh, dominant team in sports for the last 25 years. 25 Cole, you haven't years. seen a, It's okay to have a losing record one They're year. Record. They're going to have a losing record like Right. Cole, you haven't seen a losing record. Your, your New England Patriots haven't saw a losing record since you were in high school. It's okay. High school, yeah, 2000. I was a sophomore, yeah. Dating yeah, myself. It's okay. Um, That's hilarious. It's yeah, I mean, okay. It was, 2000, it was Belichick's first season. They went 5-11. and 11. That was the last time that they lost back-to-back -back games at home. So why um, not scrap the season and go after, and let's just say, all right, I, I, and I'm only saying this because there is a QB that you can draft at number one that mm -hmm. does not want to go to the Jets and would love nothing more than to play anywhere but in um, in New Jersey, and well, that's Trevor Lawrence. They're not the getting the top three the, the only way the Patriots are getting the number one pick is if they lose out. That's the only way. Why not? Because it's not going to fucking happen, dude. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. It's just not. You think we're going to lose two times to the Jets? Cole, do me a favor. No. Okay? Cole, <laughs> do me a favor. I like this guy. Do me a favor. You know, I love you. you you're my man, 50 grand. Pots and pans. However, just don't watch football the rest of the season and let them think. Commit. In friggin', I could be in damn Zimbabwe. I'm still watching the freaking game. Okay, you know, I'm. I, I, matter of fact, I bought the game pass, but I used the VPN to route my IP out of the country, so I don't have to pay four hundred dollars NFL Sunday ticket. <laughs> Cole, I don't, I don't if you love, look, Cole, check this out. You see, you see my head. There's no hair up here. There's no hair. There's no hair. If you I love you your hair, my, my hair is beautiful. I, I know. I, I look, look, you know, Cole. I'm, I'm, I won't confirm nor deny those accusations. You'll have to ask me that um, on a later date and time as to whether or not your hair is beautiful. So, Cole, so this is oh, what there I he is. Say. There he is. Check that. Check that out, man. Look at that. So, 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 Cole, tank your season, protect your hairline. And draft Trevor Lawrence. I, I would. Me and my dad talked about this. I mean, I would love to have Trevor Lawrence in a patch uniform next year. But again, the only way that's happening, the only way, is if we lose twice to the Jets because the Jets are not winning a game this year. They are going 0 16. Why? Why look? You don't have to watch the game. I will send you my Netflix password so you don't have to watch this. You know, we do not condone uh, any illegal activity here on the NBS network. Absolutely not. I have <laughs> and I was just joking. About <laughs> but, 
but so so what do you think what do you think about des bryant let me get your opinion on the on on that subject i would have loved to have him in the past uniform honestly i like just to see what he's got left just to see what he has left um but it seems like the ravens are just they, they're an embarrassment of riches that's what they are um and you know, with all that being said, the, you know, the Ravens are good and the Chiefs are good. I still think the team to beat in the AFC, as much as it pains me, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, listen, let me, let, me, let me wrap with you for just a second. The Patriots played the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City four weeks ago. And until the fourth quarter, that was a six-point game. Okay. Until Hoyer decided to be Hoyer and throw the ball over the field. If we have Cam Newton that game, we win the game. The Patriots are not a good team. They're not. We would have beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. I know there's no fans. They only had like 6,000 fans there. But still, in Kansas City, one of the toughest places to play in the National Football League. And the Patriots win that game if they got one friggin' player. One, I'm telling you, the Kansas City Chiefs are smoking mirrors. You can write it down, friggin' text it to your friend, smoking mirrors. They're going to lose uh, to the Steelers. Ravens are going to lose to the Steelers, maybe twice. The Steelers are a really good team. They can run, they can pass. Who this friggin' Claypool kid is, I don't know who, where the hell he came from, but he's catching everything except for coronavirus, apparently. Um, <laughs> Yo, I just – I think the Steelers are the team to beat in the AFC, maybe even the league. But Tampa's going to the Super Bowl. Sorry, bro. Tampa's going to the Super Bowl. Hold you guys on. are, gonna, you guys are going to get so rash the Hold next time they play. Hold rash. on. Hold like, on. Hold on. I feel I, – so let me address the, 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 uh, the Baltimore it's, subject. It's, it's, so washed, it's almost ridiculous. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Cole. I respect your 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 um. I respect that. You just gave me a ten minute soliloquy about how Cam Newton is not a good quarterback and could be considered a draft bust. You have no credibility right here. None. Cam is a bum. We know Cam is a bum. No, we don't know that. We know he's an MVP. He he's an MVP, and he's been to a Super Bowl. He, he, he won the MVP with Steve Smith. He won the MVP with Greg Olson. He did not Smith. He did not yes, have he did. No, Steve Smith was in Baltimore as of 24. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're I know right. I'm right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. They had they had bum receivers. I do agree. Bum receivers. They had guys like. But he had Greg Olson. And he had a thousand on, yard running. He had a thousand yard running back, and uh, he had I think a thousand it was yard running back that's predicated off the fact that they run an RPO. They got to deal with Newton running power. That's why he was a thousand yard running back. No, Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a great borderline Hall of Fame quarterback because I believe wow. he's wow. Get, off the line. get him wow. out! Get him out of here! Get him out of here! Get him out of here! Thirty thousand yards and five thousand yards rushing. Only one to do it. Not Michael Vick, not Randall Cunningham, nobody. Not even Air freaking McNair could do it. 
30,000 yards and 5,000 yards rushing. Doesn't he own the NFL record for the most rushing touchdowns by quarterback in history? Hey, um, um, Justin, 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 listen. He is so disrespectful. This dude just said Cameron's a borderline Hall of Famer. He is a borderline Hall of Famer. I will if, never. If, if, I if you consider vote, Michael Vick, never happened. If you ever okay. consider Michael, Michael Vick minus the dogfighting into the Hall of Fame, you have to put Cam Newton. Michael Vick should only be allowed to buy tickets to the Hall of Fame, and they should charge him for double for real. Michael Vick is not. He should never be considered a Hall of Fame. We'll talk He's about that offline. Okay. Okay. But but Cam though. What about Cam? I've given you so many numbers. What you want, man? He comes out his first two games. He throws 500 and 400 yards respectively. What kind of crap is that, man? Or No, excuse me. It was back-to-back 400-yard games. He lost them both. But he had crappy teams. He had, a, he, had a, he had a trash offensive line. The only thing he had to sit back on was a pretty decent defense that exploded into a nasty defense. I'm sorry, man. What he's done in I his, can't see. Uh, I can't see Hall of Famer. I guess. I guess. Look. Look. I'm. I'm. A, I'm gonna be in my rocking chair, hoping he doesn't get into all. Say that one more time. I said your guy is Drew Brees. You're in the same division. He's not. But Drew Brees isn't number one in anything. So he's a Hall of Famer. He isn't he's number not, one in anything. Did you just say he's not number one in anything? Wait. Are you kidding me? He owns no, most. He, he owns, owns most of the records. Yeah, if you don't include the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, because those didn't count? Oh, no. Oh. If you include the playoffs, Tom Brady's number one in every single statistical category. Except for interception. Agreed. That's oh. right. Let's get the guy off. <laughs> no, 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 no. I respect him. No, I'm going to tell you why I respect him. I'm going to tell you why I respect him. At least he's honest. He is honest about a lot of stuff he's saying. Um, you can call me a Brady, whatever. I, I still be a fan of him. I haven't watched the Tampa game all year, and I probably won't. But the 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 bottom line is, is Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Agree. I'm and I'm never going to take that away. Agree. Yeah. Drew so Brees, with, in with, my opinion, is number four. So let me ask this question. The bug paint man. Sure. Let me ask this question. What's the impact of Antonio Brown signing with the Tampa Bay Bucks? I mean, if he acts right, it, like I said, dude, they were going to win the Super Bowl anyway. I'm not – so I'm, I, I'll say this. Brady's going to throw for 50 touchdowns. I think Brady's going to throw for about 45 to 50. I'll give you that. So 50 however, might, however – Might crush 6,000 yards. How? No, I don't know 6, about that. Six thousand yards. I don't know about that. That's not, a, that, that, not that. That's a, that's a bit what, crazy. Are you watching him play, bro? He is balling. Hold on, Colt. The Colt. Raiders this are a good team. He dropped forty-five on him. He didn't even think twice about it. Oh, this is this is what I want to say real quick. Okay. The only issue I have with Tampa Bay is their defense is up and down. Right? They're they're not one hundred percent consistent. Outside I mean, of that, that offense. They're on, they're freaking on, man. Huh? When they're on, they're on. Did you watch they the on, Yes, I, I give you that. I give you that. 
But if you can, I agree. I, I when that defense is on, they're special. But when that defense is terrible. But when that defense is off, that defense is off. And luckily, and Brady's gonna have to save him. And do you have any doubt that his forty-three-year-old geriatric ass can do it? <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, possible. He, he's 43 years old. He's going to win the MVP. He's going to be the only freaking quarterback in NFL history to win the MVP um, twice after his 40th birthday. I'll just say this before uh, we move on to our next topic. He's not He's not winning MVP over, um, over Russell Wilson. Mm-mm. Uh, I, I Russell, Russell Wilson, to me, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in football. Right. I, I think I, I think he, he doesn't win because I think the voters will see the weapons he has around him and recognize that he has all those weapons, whereas Russell Wilson really just has DK Metcalf. The reason why I say, well, he's got a good running back. He's got a couple good running backs, and he has Greg Olson? Yeah, Greg Olson. Um, Listen, the only reason why I say Tommy's going to win the MVP this year is name recognition. Death or left. But name recognition. No, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, Go ahead. Okay. Tom Brady, you hear Tom Brady, and you're like, you know what? He's 43 years old. He's still putting up, he's still putting up freaking Madden numbers. I like I said, I agree with you. I think I think Russell Wilson is the most impressive quarterback in football, like without question to me, because okay. he's been he has been counted out and underestimated his whole career, and we saw it right in front of us in 2014 in the Super Bowl, where they should have won the game, but it really didn't matter whether they ran or passed because they wouldn't have scored anyway. Uh, FYI, FYI, real quick, before we move on to the next topic, I do want to see your bank account because I think you paid someone off to uh, ensure that Russell makes that pass at the end versus giving the ball to to Marshawn Lynch. Um, I feel like you did pay. I feel like you paid someone. Those situations from the one-yard line that year, he wouldn't have scored. I feel like you paid someone off. It's okay. <laughs> I don't have the money to pay anybody off. I feel like you used your reenlistment bonus in order to I make that happen. I don't get reenlistment bonuses, and you know that. <laughs> let's move on to the next topic. Do you, you stick around for, do you want to stick around for the NFL no, picks? No, let's such? do this. I ain't got shit else to do. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no worries. No worries. Look, 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 look. Well, it's all good. All right, so... This week, we had two very interesting things happen, all right, in terms of um, um, blunders or, like, uh, complete implosions. What was worse to you, Buda Baker getting ran down by DK Metcalf or how the Falcons lost to the Detroit Lions? Go. First of all, I don't see how it's a blunder that Buda Baker got ran down by DK Metcalf. DK Wait, Metcalf what? is a wide receiver. Wide receivers are fast. It is not a surprise if a wide receiver. Now, if you Wait, told me, uh, if you told me, a, a, an offensive lineman ran down a defensive back, or 
or you know a linebacker ran down somebody like that, then I would say that's a blunder. But for a wide receiver to run down, a, come on, man, that, that that is not a blunder as far as I'm concerned. The Atlanta Falcons, on the other hand, that is a that is how, how many is that? Is that four this this season so far? Leads that they have now lost in the fourth quarter, and it's all been craziness. I have okay. never seen somebody try not to score and score and the defense celebrate that they scored. That by itself, the Atlanta Falcons need to go. Marlon from the NBS crew should be on suicide watch right now. Somebody needs to check on him. Anybody who's a Falcon fan needs to burn everything they have because they are the laughing stock of the NFL, hands down, in the discussion. Cool. Special shout out to Guy Crawford, aka Atlanta Falcons finest. I think he's okay. I think he's given up on the Falcons though forever. <laughs> I, I think so too. I, I I've told him on numerous occasions he could be a Saints fan, and he has declined comment. You know, this year the Falcons have carried a ninety-five percent win probability into the fourth quarter three separate times and they've lost all three games. Now I can't remember a time in NFL history that's happened, but one thing we do know according to NFL history is this should not surprise us from the Atlanta Falcons. Because we all know what happened. Oh my God, this guy right here. Oh, oh here we go. God. Oh, God. We had a Patriots fan on the set here. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> You know what happened? They were up 28 to 3. We know what happened. Tommy went he went bonkers and we won the game. So it, it's kind of like their birthplace. But right. a a D back getting run down by a wide receiver who's 6'4, 237, and he had a probably a 15 yard lead on him. Like, to me, that's that's astonishing to me. DK Metcalf is one of it's the most of nature. we have seen in in recent memory. And you're absolutely right. He is a freak of nature. You're not supposed to be that big and fast. It's not fair. All right? And his vertical is ridiculous. He's a cyborg. It's not, it's not fair. He needs to be tested for something. I don't know what it is. But he needs to be tested for it. Um, <laughs> But nobody should be surprised that the Falcons blew another lead, okay? Nobody. Nobody should be surprised at that because it's starting to get kind of funny. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes before our eyes. Remember that? I do. Halftime, Super Bowl. You put us in the friggin', you put us in the ground, and we came back to bite you. I still have that screenshot, by the way. I I bet you do. I recall. I recall this, you know, and, 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 you know, before I give my answer, I just want to say this. Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of wish I was sitting next to Cole as this, as this comeback occurred, because I think, and I wish I could have recorded his, his, his facial expression every time Tom Brady did something miraculous. And they came back to win. 
And I'm pretty, and and I've known this man, gosh, man, over damn, over know? ten years, 14, 14 years. And when the when the Patriots have won Super Bowls, a number one, he sheds one tear. Number two, number one. two, <laughs> num number two, he celebrates humbly, celebrates until someone until someone gets on his nerves, yeah. and then. Lastly, lastly, he always predicts every year that they're going to go undefeated. <laughs> this is the only dude I know. Only dude. You've done it. You know you've done okay, it. I'm going to tell you two things. One, when I was watching Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl 51, uh, I was in Africa. So it was actually like three in the morning when I was watching it. Um, at halftime, I was pretty much, I was pretty much done. Told my dad, I was like, yo, we're going to, hopefully we score some points. And then we made it a 16-point game, and then the sack fumble happened. At that point, I knew we were going to win the game. It, it was over at that point. They, they had nothing for us. They couldn't stop us, and they couldn't do anything on offense. And if it wasn't for that just ridiculous catch that Julio had on the sideline, they never would have been in field goal range. Again, we just talked about DK Metcalf as a cyborg. Julio Jones is a cyborg. Okay. He, he's not – again, you're not supposed to be that big and fat. And his hands are ridiculous, but he can't catch touchdowns. It's, it's a mystery. Um, I was – I cried more than once here. Um, the most I cried was after 2014, the decade layoff. It was really emotional for me. So, um, but what is the next topic? It, it can't be the Patriots. <laughs> no, no, it is not the Patriots. It is so not the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, but I'm so glad it's not the Patriots, though. <laughs> but to answer the question, um, how the Falcons lost was downright hilarious. Mm, yeah. Um, I ain't gonna lie, Buda Baker, man. That was embarrassing. Like, I mean, it's really not embarrassing, though. Huh? I mean, he, got, he got run down by a guy that's faster than him. Um, I mean, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not embarrassing. DJ, we know DJ Metcalf is a freak of nature. He is a fast, tall, jumping machine. And for him to catch somebody this. is not a surprise. This is why I'm not an NFL owner. And here's why. If Buda Baker, who just got a long-term deal by the Cardinals, had that happen underneath my ownership, I'm calling him, and I need a million dollars. Hold on. He was, he was the NBS Central Defensive Player of the Week last week for his play against the Cowboys, and, and he was one. second place this week in the NBS Defensive Player of the Week. My God. This guy has been balling out. Who, after making an interception. After catching an interception. Are you, you serious? 15 yards ahead of this dude, and okay. you got ran down. I That's need a million. A four, three and a four, five, bro. You're talking about and I need an extra million for catching another interception for you. And if I'm, deep, if I'm the Seattle Seahawks, 
I'm giving DK Metcalf two mil on under the table. Oh, come on, man. Come on, stop it. Stop it. Yes. You're embarrassing yourself, Jasper. You're embarrassing yourself. Yes. If I'm the owner, Buddha, I need a million. DK, here's two million. <laughs> All right, let's get to these NFL picks, man. I'm excited to hear about your thoughts. Outstanding. So, first game we got up, the Thursday night game, the oh-so-terrible Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Travel to Carolina to play the Carolina Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater, who has impressed the league as of late, and those Carolina Panthers. Who we got? Let's not forget, this is not Teddy Bridgewater's Carolina Panthers they're playing. This is McCaffrey's Carolina Panthers. Because he is not out. No, he's not out. out. He was in practice today, and he's no longer on the IR list. He is back, and he will be playing this week. He's got a glass ankle, but keep going. Don't be so disrespectful. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers will win this game. McCaffrey's going to be back. He's going to want to show out. The, the Carolina Panthers lost a, a close game last week to the New Orleans Saints. They need a win. They, they need to try to get back in, in the division race because right now they're behind New Orleans and they're behind Tampa, so the third division. And we all know the Falcons – at this point, they're talking about trading everybody. I mean, they've already got rid of their coach. They're talking about trading Matt Ryan. They're talking about trading Julio Jones. There is nobody safe on the Atlanta Falcons right now, including their fans, because some fans would love to be traded to another team at this point right now. Right. So the Carolina, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers will win this game by at least 10 points. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. I, I think the I think the Falcons are um, circling circling the tubes is a, a, a nice way to say it. Um, they've basically fired everybody in their front office. Um, it, it's time to think about a, a a new quarterback, in my opinion. I, I think Matt Ryan is done. I think he's done. I think he's run his course. I think you saw the best of him. The best he could possibly give you with that ridiculously stacked wide receiving core that he had in 2016. You saw the best that he could ever give you, which was what, like 37 touchdowns, something like that. And, you know, that's, it's, it's good. It's a good season, solid season. He shouldn't have won the MVP, but it was a solid season, a solid season. But it's time to move on. And I, you know, I think it would just be the, in their team's best interest to just, you know, fight the bullet and go ahead and trade Julio to the Patriots now. Um, oh, my like, God. This guy here. Are you round. kidding me? Yo, you, you see, <laughs> this is why. This is why the next time you come on this show, I'm going to have a flag. And I'm going to just throw the flag. I'm going to throw a challenge flag every time you say some blasphemy. It's not blasphemy. It should happen. Julio deserves to win one before he freaking, before he retires. All right. My prayers and condolences to this dude and his analysis. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. This dude, this dude wishes upon a star, man. Goodness grief. I, I was wishing for Fitz, 
for Larry Fitzgerald for like ten years, and it never happened. But I can't. I can't imagine in, in my wildest dreams the Falcons trading with the with the Patriots. I mean, they 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 every single day people troll them about the Patriots. I don't think they ever want to hear the word Patriots, Patriots. or Bill Bel- <laughs> Bill Belichick ever ever. Probably All not. Right, but so who you got? Who, who you got? Who you got? Falcons or Panthers? The Panthers again. All right. Okay. What's the next game, Jasper? Um, real quick, I got the uh, Panthers winning that game by the count of thirty-one to thirteen. Okay. Next game we got up. Very interesting game. We got the New Orleans Saints traveling up to Chicago to play the Bears. Who we got? A lot of this really depends. As far as I'm concerned, if Michael Thomas is back, uh, as far as what I think the final score could be, I think the Bears are not as good as their record shows, and they really showed out, showed that this past yesterday against the Rams. They are not 5-1 team, and they may be one of the worst 5-2 teams we've seen in a long time. Um, I, think the, I think the Saints uh, are struggling right now. Um, of course, they, 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 don't, they haven't had Michael Thomas. They've been, they've been depleted at the wide receiver position. Uh, so I think that makes a big difference when you're going up against a great defense like the Chicago Bears. Because at the end of the day, they're not a good team, but they do have a good defense. So I think the Saints will struggle if they don't have Michael Thomas. Uh, but I do see the, you know, the Saints winning this game. I see it being a 21-17 kind of a game. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Saints will win the game. Mm. Mm. Like to bury the Bears here, but like their defense, like it's not a good defense. It's it's a great defense. Okay. They can they can get pressure from so many different spots, and it's their defensive line is ridiculous. Um, just ridiculous. Uh, with that being said, I think that I think that I think the Saints actually will win this game. So all that to hype up the Bears just to, just to disappoint well, it's a very <laughs> close game. The problem is that they can't accumulate points on a consistent basis. Sound exactly. familiar? Um, I, I think that it will be a close game right down to the end, and then Drew Brees probably gets it done with a field goal drive or even a touchdown drive if he needs to because he has the clutch gene a lot like, a lot like Peyton Manning doesn't have. Um, uh, so, shots yeah. fired. I mean, Peyton wow. Manning. It was, please, I could do a whole show on how I think Peyton Manning's overrated, but wow, he, he really can. He could do this over the course of a day. But go ahead. Uh, I, I got the Saints winning. Uh, let's call it a three-point game. But I, I think the Saints go up to Chicago and win the game. Okay, what you got, Jasper? I like uh, I like New Orleans in this game. Um, I think it's going to be a, a 21-20 type game. I think in order for New Orleans to win this game, they got to get pressure on Nick Foles early and often. Um, they cannot, uh, they cannot, and I'll repeat this. We need to see cannot, a lot of this. Yes, there needs to be a lot of this from Cam Jordan. Um, yeah, they cannot allow Nick Foles to look like um, – a, a, a top tier QB because if if he if they do it might be a long day. All right. The the the, the Bears can run the ball 
they, they got a couple good running backs that can run the ball. So they cannot let them run the ball. First thing they got to do is stop the run and put the pressure on Nick Foles, and I think they'll win the game. Right. I, I think it's 20, 21-20, um, Saints. Next game we got up, interesting game. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers going up to Baltimore to play the Ravens in a very interesting divisional matchup. Who we got? Ooh. Um, I'm kind of with Cole here when, when he said that the Pittsburgh Steelers are the cream of the crop in the AFC. But I think, like, I don't see them being a 16-0 kind of a team. No. So I do see them losing two or three games throughout the year. So I do see them losing this game, but still being the better team, you know, because every great team is going to have you know, a couple of letdowns throughout the year. So I, I think Baltimore does win this game because I think uh, Pittsburgh played up to the Titans game. That was their, you know, everybody was talking, including, including two X sports junkie who called the Titans the best team in the NFL this past week. Everybody was talking up the Titans. So I think Pittsburgh played up to that. And I just don't see I don't I don't see Pittsburgh as being one of those teams that can go back to back beating two top five teams in the NFL back to back. They're not that great. They're they're a good team. I think they could be the top two or three in the AFC, which I think they are, but I just don't see them being that kind of caliber team to go back to back on two great teams like that. So I see Baltimore winning this game. I think Baltimore wins by at least seven points. I see like a 27 to 20 game Baltimore. So let me ask you a question. You said the, the Steelers aren't great. Who in the NFL, what great teams are there right now? Great teams. I mean, you got Tampa. Tampa is has a great quarterback, but I'm not sure they're, that they are. They're ascending. They're not great. They're ascending. I'm not they're sure not they're great. a great team. Who are the great teams? Like you see, look back. Seattle. Okay. I see that Seattle again. They have a great quarterback, but are they a great team? They just lost to Arizona. I mean, nobody's going sixteen and zero. I mean, it's a division game. There's no question about that. And the thing is, is I'm actually inclined to pick the Raiders exactly. because I think this is the only time they're going to beat the Steelers. They they'll they'll get one shot and they'll surprise them with some new formation that, you know, is able to get them some yards. But I think that people are starting to catch up to Lamar Jackson. I think you're right. You saw it against Philly. Philly's a dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. They took them to the brink in that game, and they should have won the game. They got screwed out of that game, in my opinion. I, I think that I think the Ravens will win. Okay. This game. Yeah, I think um, in the division probably go to the Super Bowl. You you hear it first. Justin Tucker wins this game for the for the Ravens. Uh, it's it's going to be, you know, most Ravens Ravens Steelers games are usually like very close games, um, very old school drag them out type games. Justin Tucker's going to win this at the end. I think it's going to be a 16-13 game. Ooh, don't wow. expect a lot of – I don't expect a lot of offense out of this. It's going to be a straight war. Mm. 
They're going to run. I think both teams, because I don't, here's the thing, right? Baltimore's secondary is pretty good. Okay. Okay. Pretty, pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. That front seven of Baltimore is pretty good. Patrick Queen. Yeah. Pretty good. My thing is, I don't see Pittsburgh being able to run the football extremely effectively, like over 100 yards type. And I also don't see them throwing the ball for over 300. Really? Effectively. But on the flip side, I see Lamar Jackson. Lamar's not going to kill Pittsburgh deep. He may not even throw for over 200, to be honest. Pittsburgh's defense has been solid. They're number one defense like, in the whole NFL. Like, lights out solid. And, I, like, start to finish solid. And like Cole said, teams are catching up to Lamar. But what's going to put Lamar over the hump in this game, or the, the Baltimore Ravens for that matter, is the run game. And can Lamar Jackson get the get uh, Mark Andrews going early and often? If he gets him going, because the Steelers are not really great um, when it comes to uh, covering tight ends. If he gets those that tight end going, I think it could be a very interesting game. But, like I said, these two teams are literally a field goal away. And if I had to choose, I'm going with Justin Tucker at the end. So we're all in agreement here that Baltimore Ravens will upset the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Not It's definitely going to be considered an upset. because yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Bottom and they're just the better team. They're a better team. But they're going to they're gonna lose. Cool. Next game we got up. We got the San Francisco 49ers going up to Seattle to play Russell Wilson, the M the MVP uh leading candidate uh, leading candidate in the MVP race in the Seattle Seahawks. Who you got? If you'd asked me three weeks ago, this would have been like, oh, this is a, one of the easiest games we have because the 49ers looked like trash three weeks ago. But all of a sudden, little by little, San Francisco is getting back to what they were last year or the year before, little by little. Uh, am I still no. sold on them? No. I think I think Seattle had, had, a, had a dog fight uh, this past Sunday night against Arizona. Uh, so I, I think um, they're going to be hungry for a win. Um, San Francisco, I mean, they, they're getting better. They're like the Rams. They're getting sneaky good. I mean, they're not there yet. But they're flying under the radar. People were, you know, kind of writing them off, thinking that they were going to be, you know, no longer a playoff team. And both of them are, are sneakily coming back up. Um, but I, I, I see the Seattle Seahawks winning this game. Um, I, I think I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I see it being like one of those 30, 31 to 27 games, Seattle. Go ahead, I, think Cole. Both gonna, I think they're both going to have 30 points plus. Um, I think that – I think that San Francisco gets the win. Really? Wow. I think they're going to get the win. Uh, they can do whatever they want to do. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. They can play action. 
just some Jesus out of you. They can oh. play out the, the, the faith out of you. It, it's ridiculous. Um, and that's how Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a good quarterback, is if he has, he has to have a running game. And he has the best tight end in football. So, um, wow. But, can I say this? Travis quick? Kelsey? Travis Kelsey is um, still third best now. Um, third best? Yeah. He's, when Gronk is on, he's oh, great. Gronk? Really? Uh, Gronk? I still take him. I still take Gronkowski him today, 2020. Gronkowski. Because he can block. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. Travis Kelsey can't block his way out of a paper bag. Um, that's why he'll never be considered in the conversation of the great. It's because he can't block. Cannot um, block. So. But San Francisco gets this. So I am going to go a different route with this. Um, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is the NFL's version of Bo Callahan. Um, <laughs> oh, Bo Callahan. <laughs> yes. Good old Bo Callahan. Oh, I man. think he is all smoke and mirrors, and he is a turnover machine. I I think that Seattle's got his number. I think that Seattle's going to win this game. Um, I think it's going to be like a 31 to 17 I think wow. he throws a late. I think he throws a late pick six to lose it. So he's going to throw multiple interceptions. He's going to throw two. Oof. All right. The last one's going to kill him. I mean, it's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible, but um, he's, been he's been generating. They've been generating turnovers. Look, look, if you would have said Jimmy G, like when Jimmy G was a Patriot, right? There's mm-hmm. a reason why y'all did not give Jimmy G the bread and say, hey, bye, Tom. There's a reason. Yeah. I mean, nobody's it's just Tom Brady. It's Tom it's Brady. Not the reason you're saying. It's two reasons. One, because he is about this close to being considered injury prone. And what he just said is Tom Brady. We traded him. We won the Super Bowl. We went to the Super Bowl and didn't punt and still lost, you know, inexplicably because they decided to give the Eagles two touchdowns that they didn't actually score. And then we went to the Super Bowl again and won it. We went to three straight Super Bowls, four out of five. Agree. So that, that, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, right? has nothing to do with Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo's ability to throw interceptions. It's his inability to stay healthy. But also, He's y'all didn't have a, y'all didn't believe in that dude. It was no, his inability to be named Tom Brady. They're not trading the guy for the greatest quarterback of all time. What is your number one ability? Availability. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're not on the field, you can't be a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's why he's not a Patriot. Right? Mm. He continues to get hurt and nicked up and little injuries. And he had one big one. Uh, I, I'm just, 
you can't be great if you're not on the field. That's why I'll never, I'll never even, I won't even listen to arguments of Bo Jackson being one of the great running backs of all time. Well, well, wait, wait, save that for another day. Okay. <laughs> but yes, I think this, I think the Niners win this game, and it may be a little bit because of Jimmy, but more because that team is just friggin' stacked. Okay. And I think they're starting to figure out that they're a good team. Oh, FYI, Debo Samuel, and um, there's one more player that might be out that game as well. I mean, they have weapons today. Okay. All right. Let's go into the next game. We got uh, the Sunday night game. I don't know if I'm going to stay up and watch this game at all because it might be pretty terrible. Uh, we got the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> traveling up to Philly. <laughs> To play the Philadelphia Eagles. Who you got? Thank, thank you, Dish Network, for taking out my NBC because now <laughs> I can officially say I can't watch this game and I can feel good about it. This is, this is all bad in Dallas. And I'm only two hours away from Dallas, and I kind of feel terrible because I'm surrounded by Cowboy fans everywhere I look. And um, – no, I don't feel terrible at all. I lo I'm loving this time of my life. Funny, this is the greatest time <laughs> of my life. <laughs> oh, with that being said, you know, thoughts are going out to Dak, and uh, I think he just—it's a terrible, terrible situation for him. He breaks his leg in a, a, a franchise tag year. It's just a terrible thing for him and his family. Hopefully, he gets compensated correctly. Because he has been a driving force to them being a, you know, fieldable team. But with that being said, Philly's going to win this game by a lot. So, I'm going to ask this question before I give my pick. Or with Mike McCarthy. With, no, that too. <laughs> but, but with the way that Andy Dalton has played, and I don't know who the hell that backup is um, um, for Andy Dalton. Does this make – does this give Dallas all – like that – does this make Dallas – does this put Dallas in a in a corner and basically saying like, hey, we got to pay Dak? I think this makes Dak way more important than – Just two weeks ago – two weeks ago, Jasper, we had this conversation. You said that Dak Prescott – was now pushing the corner and that Dallas had the upper hand. I'm and I said, what I happens Dallas. if they lose? I watched That's, Dallas. But just, wait, I watched Dallas. I watched Dallas these last two weeks. So are you admitting that I was right? They you got run run out oh. the by the Washington football team. Run out the freaking stadium. They got smashed. They got freaking bamboozled. They got... <laughs> I, they got... So bad that game was never close. You never thought maybe down. No, no. I think the the weight is shifting over to Dak's advantage. But the thing is, is they have to throw ridiculous money at him because he's already turned down like thirty five million dollars a year. But is, is is the offense the problem though, really, in Dallas? Because they have the worst in in yeah, NFL history. Both sides of the ball, both sides of the ball, they're a terrible football team. But does does Dak make them a playoff team if he's back on the team? 
Uh, in that division, absolutely. Well, okay. Do they make him a winning team? Let me say that. They beat Washington. They beat Washington. They have a chance of being Philly. Um, they definitely beat the Giants. The Giants. Don't disrespect right. Danny Dimes. Don't disrespect 80-yard touchdown. Oh, that's right. He didn't score. 95-yard touchdown by a quarterback. <laughs> and he tripped over something. A over a blade of grass. Who trips? Who trips over a blade of grass? Who Yo, does been, that? Those memes have been killing me this week, man. <laughs> oh God, Danny Dimes, he's so terrible. I can't believe they put all their eggs in that basket. Anyways, yeah, um, Dallas is probably going to win like three games this year, maybe four. Um, wow. Philly is going to going to win like six or seven games, and they're they're still going to they're going to win that division. So Philly is going to absolutely just mollywop this Dallas team. I'm gonna I'm gonna shock y'all. I have the Dallas Cowboys winning this game. Man, you're out your damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the Dallas Cowboys coming back and, and win the game against a sorry Philadelphia Eagle team that really doesn't have an identity right now. Uh, in film. In film. What does home field advantage mean these days? This is home, home field advantage means absolutely nothing these days. The Patriots just lost back-to-back home games, and they have the best home field advantage in sports. Man, stop it, man. You're embarrassing yourself. They don't I'm not embarrassing they, myself. They, they, don't, they don't have the top. Come on. They, they really do have, like, they, no I don't know lie, they win Over the Packers? Over the Chiefs? Come on, man. You're embarrassing yourself. What do I need to say? 92% what? They win 92%. Well, no, no, no. But having home field advantage versus winning, that's two different things. What, well, I mean, what, but they also win on the road, too. They win on the road. What what, what good is an advantage if you don't win? Well, <laughs> you can't allow them to No, hold up, hold up, hold up. I hate to say this, Justin. Justin, I hate to say this, right? Look at the division that the Patriots play in. Oh my God! I don't facts. want to hear this. Facts, 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 facts. That's six dubs. Look, facts. before facts. last year, actually, before the year before last, that was six easy Ws. Guaranteed division for ten straight years. What about the first ten years? No, 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 I'm saying before. No, no, what, no, 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 no. What I was saying was before the year before. You want to talk about how in the NFC South No, 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 no. talk about the NFC West from 2009 was one of the worst divisions in NFL history. Right, but Cole, what I'm saying is this, right? If When you would look at the schedule over the past 20 years, right, you can honestly come out on a limb and say, hey, the Patriots are going to – Oh my God, this Boston hat. But anyway, oh my God. <laughs> um, you can honestly come out on a limb and say, hey, look, the Patriots are going to win six games, and it's mainly the divisional games. Uh, uh, please tell me how many times they went six and zero in the division. No way. Uh, maybe like four times, maybe five. 
Three. Okay, interesting. But and it's mainly because Miami always kept my Miami's one of them that for some crazy you reason cannot, you cannot quantify the impact that a divisional rivalry has, which is why every time the trash bears played the, the Green Bay Packers that was you know going to the playoffs, you had to watch the game because the Bears might win. Or when you watch the freaking, you know, the the juggernaut. See, that's the thing. It's like there was the juggernaut Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You had to watch them play the Saints because the Saints might fuck around and win a game. No, it's the Falcons and the Saints. Go ahead. I mean, the Falcons and the Saints are like the same. They're like the same freaking franchise. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> we ain't gonna no, let you do that. No. Uh-uh. Oh no! no. Hey, oh, hey, <laughs> you saying that because you said that because you said that you might see your retirement paperwork on your desk tomorrow morning. Man, I wish my retirement paperwork. I still got three years left, man. <laughs> but all right. So, so you got the Eagles. I also got the Eagles as well. I got the Cowboys. I- Let's go to the next one. All right. Yeah. And we're going to get to the Monday night game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel up to play Danny Dimes and the New York Giants. Who you got? <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. <laughs> this is going to be an old-fashioned take it behind the barn and whip that ass kind of game. You know what comes to mind, honestly? You remember in 2009, the Patriots, it was week five, end of, end of October, they played the Tennessee Titans. It was a oh, snow- no. They had to, oh, watch this. And we were on watch together. We were on watch together. Yeah, I'll I, never forget I, this. And you were pissed. You were pissed. And we were like, when they what is wrong with you? They, Brady, you know, Brady what was the CBS? 380 yards and six touchdowns in 34 minutes of game. Wait, CBS said we're going to change the game. Oh my God. And we're going to go to a better game of interest because y'all were molly whopping the Tennessee Titans. And the it was snow. The score of that game was 59 to nothing. Which was largest margin of victory since 1976. Um, you're probably going to see that something like I'm not sure it's going to be 59 to nothing, but it might be. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean that the Giants team. They don't have a defense anymore. Mm-hmm. They have actually they have solid weapons, but. Their best player is Saquon Barkley, and he's on the side. Yep. Uh, it's it's not going to be good. It's not going to be – it's going to be one of those games that they shut off midway through the third quarter. And they can't because it's a Monday night game. What were they thinking? Well, I mean, they were thinking that Sa- Saquon Barkley was going to be involved, and they didn't think that all these people were going to be signed by – by, by Tampa Bay, you know, Leonard Fournette and Antonio Brown, all these guys just keep flocking to the uh, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If they want to get a ring. They want to ride Tommy to a freaking ring. Mm-hmm. The LeBron factor. Uh, it's but, LeBron, uh, except he wins more than he loses. 
Mm. I like this guy. <laughs> I, this is why you say, this is why you're my guy. <laughs> Minus that, this is why you're my guy. Yo, because four and six is not the same as six and three or six and oh. Or 11 and 0, the real goat, Bill Russell. Okay. Okay. What? Lord. Ah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> they didn't even say Larry Bird. This is true. So, uh, yeah. Cole, you want to stay on for the final topics from UFC? Um, I'll try to muddle around. Okay. So, with, um, with Khabib, so real quick. But uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going to win this game 34 to 3. All right, I say 42 7. Three, that's cool. <laughs> <That's cute. laughs> so <laughs> I like he's like, that's cute, but anyway. All right, the final topic, okay. Um, UFC, um, Khabib Gaethje. Great fight this past weekend. Um, Khabib pretty much, I mean, finished Gaethje within, you know, in the second round um, and then surprised us all and decided to retire. What are your thoughts on the impressive victory and does this make Khabib the best pound-for-pound fighter in UFC history? I don't, I don't see him. I mean, number one, congratulations to him. Anytime you can go a whole career without ever losing and, and, and retire that way, uh, you, you got you to gotta give him his props, man. Like, that's an amazing career. He's going to go down as one of the top UFC fighters in the history of the sport. Uh, you, you can't take that away from him. Nobody's beat him. But at the end of the day, when, you know, the eye test, I don't see him as being my guy as a top pound-for-pound pound fighter of all time. I got bet. I got John Jones. John Jones, Bones Jones, baby. Bones Jones. If, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for his drug use, this guy would have probably gone on to an even longer career and have more wins. He only has one loss, and that one loss was early ten years ago in in, in the Ultimate Championship, Ultimate Fighting Championship finale, where it was a disqualification due to his elbows. He has not really ever been beat, and he, you know, he's beaten. One of my favorite guys, UFC fighters in history, Lafayette, Louisiana's own Daniel Cormier. I mean, he has a lot of impressive wins over big-time fighters. And like I said, if it wasn't for his his steroid and possible cocaine use, I really think that he could have gone a lot farther and, 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 and really won a lot more matches. So as far as I'm concerned, I still have John Jones as my top guy all time as pound for pound best fighter of all time. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to have to agree with you. Um, his, his elbows were lethal. Um, they struck fear into opposing fighters. Um, he like, what, 210, 215, pound for pound. He, was the, he is the greatest fighter in, in UFC history. Um, not an avid fan of UFC, but I, I did every time he watched, I turned it on. Um, and Khabib, uh, like he said, you go a whole career, you don't lose. You got you got you got goose eggs in the in the loss and the draw category. You know, he's going to go down in history as one of the greats in his weight class. 
but pound for pound, yeah, Bones Jones. I like this guy. Man, um, you know, Cole and I, we're going to take a little history lesson. We're going to go back. Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, no, this is very Here comes the bull. No, 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 no. So, so check this out. So the reason why I got into UFC was because of John Jones. Okay. And Cole and I were actually put on to John Jones while we were stationed in Bahrain together. I never knew anything about the UFC at all at the time, except for, hey, this dude puts people to sleep. He knocks people out. The full nine. I love John Jones. I really do. I love Khabib. I really do. Oh, you're going somewhere else. But I, I'm going to say this. There's like a 1A and 1B. And John Jones is like, like I feel like they're tied. Because <clears throat> what John Jones has done to every opponent, like, with the exception of his one loss, which you know, I really don't count. Um, no, nobody does. Khabib, like, murders people. Like, yo, he, I, again, if you, if you didn't watch the fight, or actually before the fight, Justin Gaethje came out and said, I will not tap out. I will not tap out. I refuse to tap out to anybody. And I'm not tapping out to um to uh to Khabib because normally Khabib, you know, either puts the arm bar or, 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 or he usually submits you, especially once he gets to the ground. Khabib intentionally decided instead of putting this dude in an arm bar to put him to sleep so he doesn't risk damaging his uh, uh, Gaethje's body long-term. I got a ton of respect for that because one, he proved that, yes, I can put your ass to sleep. And then the second thing he proved was I got respect for you as an opponent to only cause very minimal damage as compared to long-term damage. I mean, yeah. I, I love. I, I, they're one A and one B to me. I, I I can't. I'm. It's very hard for me to go out there and say Khabib is better than Jones or Jones is better than Khabib. I think it's one A and one B. It's a tie. I mean, I, I definitely respect that. Um, it, it's definitely respect worthy. But I mean, Bowen Jones is just put you to Okay. The issue with them elbows is done. Is done. You know, I, I'm gonna make you laugh. When he um, when he fought uh, Leota Machida, and he put Leota Machida to sleep, I was like, I'm sold. I'm so. And Machida was out cold, like done. <laughs> like, like if you if you have children or if you know children. They have like that after they get fed, they you know they have the little drop of milk and they fall asleep. Like that was Leo the Machida, like <laughs> with the milk dripping. So, <laughs> so I say a lot like that to say <laughs> I, I see one A and one B, and I, I just can't I can't put one over the other at all. Come on, man. So let's I'm go disappointed ahead and, in you, Jasper. 
disappointing yeah, you. Yeah, you no. got you got to have an opinion. That 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 no, is the easy way out. And yo, Kenneth, no. everything you just said, I need a decision from you. Yes, you need, I need a decision. decision. I need a decision. answer the question. You know, you just gave us the veritable. I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's what you gave. <laughs> So for for tonight's sake, for tonight's sake, I'm here so I just don't get I, so I don't get fun. Man, oh, come on! I buddy. can't do that. Come on, I man! Can't. I can't. And and Khabib, no, no, uh, Khabib. I just want to say this right now. I wish you well in retirement. I, I I hope you know, like you had a wonderful career. It was awesome. Um. You know, I'm glad you beat Conor McGregor and shut him up, you know. But, um, you know, shout out to you, Khabib. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into, let's let's go ahead and get to the shout outs. So, Cole, take it away, man. Hey, um, I want to give a shout out to all my, all my Falcons and friends. <laughs> you know, I know what it's like to be a fan of a dumpster fire. I do. I remember one in 15. I remember two in 14. I remember the Rod Russ and the, the Dick McPherson years of the Patriots. I do. So if you need to talk, I'm here for you. Um, oh, give a shout out to all NBS Nation. Thank you for having me on here again. Um, it, feels like, it feels like home. I, I miss this. Um, Jasper, you don't call me. Yet. Um, Justin? Yes. Appreciate you letting me on tonight, man. Appreciate you. Um, but that, that's really all I got. That's all I got. So um, how do y'all know how do y'all know each other, by the way? Oh well, my God. Met, it was actually 12 years ago at, at a place called Nick Sam Plant. Uh, yes. we call it Nick Sam Plant. You guys would call it like hell. Um, oh God. <laughs> it was terrible, but um, I made some lifelong friends there. Um Lifelong friend. Uh, Jasper. Yeah. Jasper is one of them, uh, 100%. Oh, my God, man. Um, he, so, to everybody out there, I'm, I'm, we're going to laugh a little bit. Cole knew me before I shaved my head bald. Yes, yeah. I knew you with hair. <laughs> well, the little hair this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fast forward, I look like George Jefferson. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, shout out. I want to send a special shout out again to Cole for coming on board. Again, this is 12 years worth of friendship right here. Um, 12 years of debating sports, no matter if it's on watch, if it's, um, if it's at a party, if it's, um, you know, if it's on NBS Central, or if he calls me at 12 o'clock at night to debate me. Just off the cuff. I, and he's done it once. So I say <laughs> that to say this. I I so I so appreciate this man coming on. I do need to call you more often. Um I definitely need to call you more often. And I appreciate you to the most. Um damn, I almost wanted to tear up for a second. Damn. Um shout out to Man, shout out to everybody in NBS Central Land. Shout out to 
T-Rex the Sports Junkie, Keo. Um, oh man. Uh the uh the what is the name the, the name of the new show is called the Bragging uh, Rights. Not bragging rights. The the some the under undeniable truth. The undeniable truth. Guys, I'm gonna say this right now. And normally I don't endorse many people. I am telling y'all now, you guys need to listen to the to the um the undeniable truth. That guy is on it. He is, I get. Chris, if I'm not mistaken, John. John, John does yeah. the undeniable truth. Chris has Chris our new show, Bragging Rights. Bragging both Rights. of them are must see. Please watch Please. both of them. Are great shows. They are really good. I, I, and and to be honest with you, Cole, and and, and I, I I love you know your sports acumen. I really want you to be on the undeniable truth with me one day. Okay. Because you know. that kid, yo. John knows his sports. He knows football. And he said some things to me on Saturday night that 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 had me shook a little bit. So the franchise was shook. The, the greatest who has ever done it is shook. Okay. Yes. The the best there is, the best there was, and probably the best there ever will be. Um Cole, don't you dare do that. We're better I than like this. I like this guy. <laughs> We are better than this. Cole, we are better than this. I hey, love man, you, my I brother. Give you, I, give you, I give you your props, man, but I am the Google. Oh, I, oh, you know what? And I will never take away that title. So, um, again, check out those shows, The Undeniable Truth and Bragging Rights, as well as our MBS show. Um, Let's talk about it. Larson Live. Larson, oh, my God. Larson Live. Got to check yeah, out Start and sit him. Shout out to Big Mike. Talk about. Say again. Shout out to Big Mike. Hell yeah. Yeah. Big Mike has came such a long way, you know, from the young guy that just barely graduated high school into, you know, the young man that I need to, he needs to grow, he needs to shave his beard because he looks older than (laughs) me. So nobody um, can make it look sexy like this guy. Nah, nah, nah. This is true. So um, with that being said, guys, I appreciate another great show. Cole, I appreciate you. You're my man, Pots and Pants. Pots and Pants. Yeah. Pots and Pants, brother. All right. right. Justin, go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. Man, y'all about to make me too. Shout out out to Cole, man. I really appreciate you coming on, man. It's been a pleasure. Man, you're definitely welcome to come on anytime, man. You know, we had good discussions. Uh, I think all all, all discussions led to New England Patriots. Uh, We got to stop that. I love the passion, man. I love the passion. And, man, you, you know, the New England Patriots, you, you can't knock them, man. They're, they're the greatness. And I mean, you can't knock them this year. Say that. You can knock them this year. <laughs> Other than that, man, you know, I, I want to thank everybody, you know, in the armed forces. I appreciate y'all out there, man. Uh, I, so everybody who watched the show, people who watch the show every week, you know who you are. I really appreciate you. Uh, but, man, from, from Just Justin, from – Jasper, the franchise, the greatest whoever did it, the greatest now, and the greatest whoever will do it. And, and from Cole, I appreciate y'all, man, and y'all have a good night. Yep. Thank you. Me.